Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Hooked on Sports. This is episode number 266 of Hooked on Sports here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasting streaming services. Thank you so very much for listening to the podcast once again on, on these platforms. And look, it is, an, it is a football Thursday here on Hooked on Sports. So we have we have games uh, that are scheduled for tonight, and then of course we have the slate of action for Sunday and Monday on the on the campaign as we get as we get closer to football Sunday here. But I I think the theme of of the of the monologue preceding the picks concerns five teams with five wins. The the five teams that are five and one in, in the NFL. We got the the San Francisco 49ers, the Detroit Lions, the Philadelphia Eagles, and we have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins from the AFC. All five of those teams share the best record of the National Football League. The 49ers and the Eagles each lost their first game of the season last week. The 49ers stunningly lose to the Cleveland Browns and the Eagles. Uh, lost in stunning fashion to Zach Wilson and the Jets, which leads us to the game of the week that that I want to discuss in detail with the Miami Dolphins and the Philadelphia Eagles. Because I feel, looking at the starts each of these teams had, both teams have been built in similar fashions. Both teams obviously are 5-1. Both teams have an incredible group of wide receivers. You look at... Miami with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle and Braxton Berrios, and then then you have a Philadelphia squad with uh, with AJ Brown obviously and uh, AJ Brown. You have Devontae Smith and the Eagles made some news by signing Julio Jones just as we we finished recording the podcast on Tuesday, and, and I think a, a veteran presence is going to help someone like Devontae Smith who 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 prides himself. On route running, and and, and the, these are two of the most explosive off- offensive teams in the NFL. And you, you have Miami, you have uh, Philadelphia, you have Mike McDaniel, who's been terrific. Two, you have you have quarterbacks that went to Alabama. So you look at Jalen Hurts, and then you look at Tua Tagovailoa. So, and both of them have been have been really have been strong at times so far. Much more so about Tua, who's who's uh, been been such an effective quarterback uh, in the NFL uh, this this season. It helps when you have Tyree Kill well, already with 800 receiving yards, and he and he he might eclipse a thousand uh, before uh, before the end of October. So I, I'm I, this is a a, a great uh, a, a great a measuring stick. Obviously, when you look at it from a Miami Dolphins perspective, when you look when you look at it from a Philadelphia Eagles perspective, and, and this is going to be a, some excellent uh, primetime television on Sunday Night Football. So I can't wait to to, to see uh, what happens there. But but I think defensively is where I think th- this game is going to be decided. Now I'm going to give you uh, my my official picks at, uh, at the end of the podcast uh, since it's uh, the Sunday night game but 
uh, about th th this, but this Miami Dolphins team. Wait, let's let's face it. I was dead wrong on Miami. I I, I thought after the J Jalen Ramsey got hurt that that Miami was going to explode. Uh, g g going to. Uh, going to derail, but g give Vic Fangio credit. He's done a tremendous job with this defense. They're getting after the quarterback. They they, they know what when to flip the switch and dominate. That that's what they saw. What they did last week against Carolina. They were down fourteen nothing, uh, which was crazy early on. I didn't I didn't even realize that uh, until I saw the highlights. But but Miami so outscored Carolina forty two to seven the rest of the way and. And you you have to you have to give the Dolphins credit for that. And yeah, Mike McDaniel is a gem. He he's uh, he's in the consideration for Coach of the Year alongside D'Amico Ryan's of the Houston Texans. So I I think this uh, this is a uh, a tremendous football team, and is very much in the conversation to to go to the Super Bowl. And now with that, I'm going to raise my expectations here. When it comes to the Miami Dolphins, now I di I didn't think I, I didn't have Miami as a playoff team, but I I I, w I was stuck between them, Cleveland, Baltimore, and the Chargers for that last wild card spot for as well as Pittsburgh for um for those last two playoff spots in the AFC and Miami at five and one with with one of the greatest offensive teams in NFL history through six weeks. And and now that now they have a, another legit test coming up against this Philadelphia front four and 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 really their uh, their their front seven. So I think it's going to be a tremendous game. I I'm, and it, it was sincerely a tricky game to pick because yeah you you're you're picking either for or against, but um a a great offense, but. A, a lot of vibes right right now flowing with the Miami Dolphins and and something feels off with Philadelphia and now the the Eagles are gonna have a big test be, uh, because going up against another team that's in the conversation to make the playoffs and have uh, a, a legit Super Bowl contender in the in the Miami Dolphins so uh, it, it's gonna be a, a a big big time game on Sunday night for both of these teams I I, th I think when you look at a power ranking in, in the uh, in the in the AFC uh, excuse me not not the AFC the, the National Football League I currently have Kansas City number one I currently have San Francisco number two I have the Miami Dolphins at three. Detroit at four and Philadelphia five. So, so that that's how I rank the 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 five and one teams in the NFL, and they they have been the five best teams in the NFL through the first um you know, through the first six weeks of the season. So, a credit is credit is where it's due. So, so that that's where we 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 are in uh, the situation we are, we're in with when it comes to these two teams. I, 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 I'm going to, uh, I won't be talking about the San Francisco Minnesota game um, in, in, in the opening monologue because I, because I feel like there, there are some, uh, some, some questions with Minnesota that I think I'll leave them out uh, of the games to watch. But, but, but I will talk about the other two teams and at, at five and one and their opponents with the Detroit Lions and the Baltimore Ravens and the LA Chargers taking the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the LA Chargers on CBS um, on uh, in the late afternoon on Sunday. So I want to start though with the 
the Lions and the Baltimore Ravens because look, I I, I told you preseason that I, that the Lions are, are going to win the NFC North. They're going to win their first division title in a long, long time. They came close in 2016, and they and they and had had it not been for the amazing. Uh, historic season in 2011 in Green Bay, Detroit would have won the division there. But 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 if you are a Lions fan, you you've got to be pumped about about your start. And uh, and and I and and the Lions have really shown a lot of resiliency and mental toughness throughout the course of the season. And of course, the momentum from down the stretch of the season was going to carry over into 2024, and the Lions have dealt with so many injuries on both sides of the ball. When you look at the defense, I'm looking at Brian Burns, and you're looking at C.J. Gardner-Johnson, and offensively, they don't have a legit running game right now because Jameer Gibbs is served, David Montgomery is not going to go on Sunday for the Lions, so you also have the injuries to Ross St. Brown, but, 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 that they they've just kept chugging along, and Dan Campbell has has done a great job of uh, building this program up from shambles. Of uh, uh, that of uh, the, the a program that Matt Patricia left a big mess, um, and um, and of course Bob Quinn as well. And it's and it's really been been uh, been about the coaching and and Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn, the offensive and defensive coordinators respectively. They're, they're, I think that the both of them are going to be head coaches. Ne- next year, uh, in different places, Ben Johnson has been an unbelievable play caller, and, and, and as for Aaron Glenn, that he he he's feeling a rock solid defense uh, led by stud Aiden Hutchinson. The linebackers have been excellent, so so uh, so I think that they they've been uh, tremendous. And by the way, though the Lions' rush defense is number one in the league. They have not given up more than a hundred yards rushing. In a game all season, they've dominated uh, the uh, the line of scrimmage battle. First time in 89 years since 1934, the Lions have won four straight games by 14 plus points each. So they are playing at a high level on both sides of the football, uh, and and I and I have to be uh, be very optimistic now that the Lions. Are are, are, I, are just like the Dolphins. Uh, I'm gonna raise the expectations here for the Lions. I, I I with with the Cowboys lost, with the Eagles looking off. I I now uh, should have a golden expectation for this Detroit Lions team to play on Championship Sunday against San Francisco. That 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 is now where I am at with the Lions. The expectation for the Lions is to go to the NFC Championship game. And and I feel very uh, feel really good about about uh, about Lions, but and I think we also need to throw Jared Goff uh, into this conversation as well. If we're if we're going to talk about the Lions, we got to talk about the quarterback. And Jared Goff has has been uh, has done a tremendous tremendous job. Um, uh, throwing the football that that he, he's he makes a lot of throws. He makes throws that a lot of quarterbacks in this league can't make. When when, when you're looking at uh precision passes in the, in the middle of the field, trying to uh, work working the linebackers around. Yeah, he he he's thrown for 1,600 yards passing, 11 touchdowns, just three interceptions. Uh, uh, a passer rating of 105.1, a QBR of 73.3. Yeah, he he has been outstanding. 
um, as as the as the Lions' quarterback for uh, to to start the season, and 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 given with the turnover battles, the Lions have not made many mistakes uh, when when it when it comes to uh, when when it comes to the um, when it comes to giving the ball away, and and Jared Goff's current QBR of seventy three point three, um, it ranks fourth. Among all quarterbacks um, in in this league, and 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 just to uh, look look it up right now, so only Brock Purdy, Josh Allen, and Tua Tagovailoa have had QBR ratings higher than that of Jared Goff. So, so that means it's higher than Patrick Mahomes, better than Justin Herbert, better than Dak Prescott, better than. Jalen Hurts and better than Baker Mayfield and Matthew Stafford. So Jared Goff is very much uh, in, in the in the conversation there, and and, and he he and I I think he's going to get some votes here for league MVP because remember it used to be for MVP that the, the Lions could uh you that the voters could only vote one for league MVP and now that that list has been expanded to five. So I, I, I think that's a um I, so golf is gonna gonna benefit from uh, from that for, for being recognized here by by some voters as as maybe third fourth or fifth place votes for 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 a league MVP. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing from a Lions perspective. But let's not forget about the Baltimore Ravens either because the Ravens have been quite have been flying under the radar. Throughout the throughout the entire season, they they've been playing nothing but one o'clock games uh, to start the season. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been solid, uh, throwing throwing the football. I uh, I think the, uh, the the biggest question for uh, for Lamar is is mistakes in in the uh, on the offensive side of the football because 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 when you have a, a quarterback that that, that seems uh, to it seems to be more mobile than than uh, than pocket passing. You you tend to get more mistakes when so when when the the opposition is making you throw the football. So so but but, uh, but I think the, but I, I digress on that because Lamar Jackson has been solid. I think that the the boost of the wide receiver game when you look at. Well, when you look at what Zay Flowers has done, uh, Zay Flowers has been coming on of late. So, and so he he he's been excellent. Uh, obviously, yeah, have, having a healthy Odell Beckham Jr. Um, help, helps uh, in there as well. But 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 I think it's the defense uh, that that's the scary part here when when you look at it uh, as an opponent taking on the Baltimore Ravens because that the, their defense ranks fourth in the NFL um, in. It's uh, in in total yards, uh, in in points allowed, number two in yards allowed per game. Uh, they're 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 averaging a, a little a little uh, a little under, um, three hundred yards per game allowed, uh, through uh, through six weeks, and 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 they've only allowed as many as two hundred sixteen passing yards uh, through the first six weeks of the season. So, uh, so. Uh, so I, I really think that that this is a, a type of a test here for Baltimore because because of what Detroit's been able to do uh, with Detroit's offensive line that's that's going to be a big test for this Baltimore defense that is that has gone after the quarterback at, um, at will throughout uh, throughout the course of the season they they have 24 sacks I believe uh, on the up 
on the upcoming on the season, which ranks first in the NFL. Uh, you, could you look at Patrick Queen? You look at uh, J- Justin Matubike. You look at um, you look at Kyle Hamilton, who who has been excellent at safety, and, and Mike McDonald uh, has has liked to, to do those exotic blitzes uh, featuring uh, Kyle Hamilton and featuring uh, guys in the back seven. So I'm uh, so th- this is a, a a great job there from. From that perspective, Roquan Smith has been unbelievable. I mean, how did the Chicago Bears only get a second-round pick for that? But but I digress. Uh, that that's uh, uh, the, the Ravens have have been tremendous, and 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 they've been the best team in the NFL that no one's really been talking about th- this year. So cr- credit John Harbaugh for 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 minimizing the outside noise. Credit Lamar Jackson for for uh, for his nuggets of. Of domination, other than the uh, other than the, the than the weird decisions we like we saw against Pittsburgh and what we saw against Indianapolis. So, if they if they're able to uh, to keep on going, if if the, if they're able to uh, uh, play at a uh, keep playing at a high level, this and of course we got to talk about the the health here when it comes to Lamar Jackson. So because because I think Baltimore knows that that this is a team that's going to win seventy five to eighty percent of its games when Lamar Jackson is healthy and when he's not healthy they're so they're 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 not a team that that's going to be taken seriously so I think Baltimore's defense looks much better than they did last year so I think so I think that that really is where Baltimore stands here for, on on that regard. And and lastly, the last five and one team that I want to discuss in the monologue before we get into the picks is the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, right now at five and one because 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 you you know I've been obsessed with the Chiefs. You know I'm obsessed with Patrick Mahomes. You know I'm obsessed with with Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid and and Steve Spagnuolo and that defense. But but I think this is a, a this is a, a big test for Patrick uh, for Mahomes' team. So because uh, even though the Chargers simply fi- find creative ways to lose games, I, I, you you can't you can't uh, pre- uh, pretend uh, act like this is going to be another cakewalk. Uh, sure, I, I, sure you 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 have the, the quarterback and coach advantage, obviously, with the Kansas City. So, but but if if Brand if Brandon Staley ever got, got out of his own way and actually knew what the hell he was doing, or if the Chargers uh, had an upgrade in, ter- in terms of in terms of in-game management, which has been a which a, which uh, which has been a problem, a major problem with the Chargers each of the last three seasons, then this would be a team that that would constantly compete. With Kansas City in the division, and and Brandon Staley, how obviously is the main culprit here, but I think Justin Herbert uh, uh, need, need, needs to take some heat as well because Justin Herbert, who who the Chargers just extended to a to a lengthy uh, contract extension at the start of the uh, at the start of the um during the offseason, the two hundred two hundred sixty plus million dollar extension. So, so really need, need, needs to hit home that that Justin Herbert needs to make some throws be, uh, and because that he he hasn't been able to do throughout uh, throughout the course uh, of the season now so I, there there's been one game this year uh where Justin Herbert looked majestic and looked not, and looked unreal 
uh, uh, when when you look when you look at the, at the game by at, at the in-game statistics, um, and th- that was against the horrendous Vikings defense. Two weeks, um, he he has not been great. His um, his his passer rating has been under eighty-five each of the last two weeks, and and of course it didn't help with the interception at the end against Dallas by Stephon Gilmore, um, at the end, but. When is Justin Herbert gonna have gonna have that 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 big big game? Because we we because we've been raving about his talent, and the Chargers have been able to take care of business of the games they should be winning. But but this Chargers team uh, needs Justin Herbert to play at a high level, especially when when it comes to trying trying to run down the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, in, in the division, something that they've had a uh, something that the uh, they they they've come close a lot of times ba- based on the sheer amount of talent that Tom Telesco has been able to accumulate. So, um, um, but but getting it done uh, when it matters the most has been a problem for the Chargers, and 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 they have this opportunity to to turn things around on Sunday uh, against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Alright everybody, and now it is time for the part of the program that I know you guys are interested in, in seeing. My NFL picks against the spread for week 7 of the National Football League. So, I had a good week last week. I went 11-4 and four picking the winners and losers. I went 9-6 and six against the spread. So, for the season, I am now 56-37 and 37 on the year, picking the winners and losers, and I'm now 45, 48, and one against the spread. Now, I'm hoping to get back up to 500 with these picks for for uh, for week seven. There are 13 games on on the slate for uh, week number seven in the National Football League, and we have six teams that are on by for week number seven. And, and they are the Carolina Panthers, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Dallas Cowboys, the Houston Texans, the New York Jets, and the Tennessee Titans. All those teams are taking the week uh, are are taking the week off. So I so we 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 have thirteen games, of course, now on the schedule. So let let us uh, let us go through all all of them now. We're going to start with the game tonight between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New Orleans Saints. Right, and the, the line I have to play with is a line that fluctuated all week. The Jaguars opened up as one and a half point favorites. The Saints then became three point favorites with the news that Trevor Lawrence um, uh, had had an issue by uh, injury issue. But the line is now dropped to a point and a half. And uh, I, so that's the line we're going to work with tonight. And uh, look, I I think Trevor Lawrence is going to play. I I, I think they're gonna. I think the Jaguars know they have no chance if Trevor Lawrence is is an, is is not healthy. But listen, I, I'd rather take a seventy five percent Trevor Lawrence over CJ uh, over CJ uh, Bethard. So I, I so I think he's going to play, and with that, I think the Saints, uh, the, the Jaguars, have the better coach. They have the better quarterback, and I think their defense has been flying under the radar a little bit. So I so I think uh, I, that's why I think Jacksonville is in better shape going into this game, especially if Trevor Lawrence is is in fact able to go. So uh, so with, with with that being said, I'm going to take the. Uh, 
Uh, I'm, I will, will be taking the Jacksonville Jaguars here to uh, win and the Jaguars to uh, to cover. I have this game as a uh, with a final of 23 to 20 at the end of the day. So, but I, but the Saints had a tough one against the Texans, but I I think they. Uh, the Jaguars, to me, 1-53 are the better team right now. The team I have more confidence in at the moment. We go now to the Baltimore Ravens and the Detroit Lions with the Lions favor favored by, with, excuse me, Baltimore is favored by three. And look, I'm going to take the Detroit Lions to go on the road and get the victory to improve to 6-1. I th I think the, the Lions are, are the better team. I think they've made a few mistakes all year. I think their defense has been great. And, and we, we talked about uh, in the in the monologue about about the about the Lions defense and they have the number one rushing defense in the NFL uh, and I think the I think the uh, the Lions are going to be keen on making Lamar Jackson throw the football from the pocket and that's not particularly been his, his biggest strength so I I think this is going to be a, a a fun game this this uh, it, it, this screams 31-27 I'll take the I'll, I'll I'll take the Ravens. Uh, excuse me. I'm going to take the Lions to win this game over your Baltimore Ravens. We got the Las Vegas Raiders and the Chicago Bears meeting up on on Sunday with the with the Raiders favored by three points here. And th this game uh, is going to be pretty tricky to pick because but bo both starting quarterbacks are are out for this game because uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to play. On Sunday, because of his back injury, he suffered in the tail end of their game against the Patriots on Sunday, and then you have the Chicago Bears uh, without without Justin Fields, uh, um, un unlikely to go here with it with his thumb injury. So, I, I I'm gonna take the Bears at the point. I don't feel great about it, but I I fe it feels like a, a feels like a uh, uh, if. It feels like a Raiders win. I think they have the better team. I think they have the better a better defense in this game, which is crazy. But I that that's where I stand with with these two teams. I'm gonna take the Raiders to win, but uh, 23 to 21. So I'm gonna take the point here with with the Chicago Bears. How about the Cleveland Browns? They are favored by two and a half points, taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Now the big the big news coming out of uh, coming out of this game is that is that. Uh, Deshaun Watson ha uh, two, is with the quarterbacks in this one. Deshaun Watson has no timetable for his return with 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 his injury, and and Anthony Richardson is going to be missing uh, the rest of the season because uh, because of shoulder surgery to to fix his AC joint. Um, uh, with with his AC joint, so I I I think that I I think this is going to be a, a game that favors the Browns. I think Gardner Minshew going up against the, against the best defense in football. I just don't think is a fair fight. Now I I think it's going to be a struggle offensively, similar to what we saw uh, with with Cleveland against San Francisco uh, last week. So maybe because of the quarterback, but I'm gonna take the Browns to win and cover here. They win 16 to 10. How about the Buffalo Bills? They are um, so they're on the road. They are favored by eight and a half points, taking on the New England Patriots. And 
I, I mean, I, I just don't know how how the, the, the Patriots are going to win this game. I, I, I just I just think Mac Jones looks so broken. And look, I feel, I feel bad for, for the Patriots. I feel bad for Mac Jones because this is his third different offensive coach in as many years. I mean, he was, it, it, Mac Jones was pretty solid under Josh McDaniels as the offensive coordinator two years ago. That That's probably what got Josh McDaniels the Raiders job in the first place. And last season was torpedoed by uh, by Joe Judge and Matt Patricia calling the plays offensively for the Patriots, which made absolutely no sense. One of the most asinine uh, coaching personnel decisions in the history of the NFL. And, and then Bill O'Brien. And I, I thought the uh, Mac Jones was going to be better with Bill O'Brien because uh, because of their days uh, together at Al- at the University of Alabama and of course Mac Jones winning the national championship in his last year before uh, being drafted by New England. So I'm going to take the, the take Buffalo here. I think their defense is going to swarm Mac Jones and the New England Patriots. I, I have this game as Bills 20, uh, Patriots 7. And and, and 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 in case I forgot, my Brown score is sixteen to ten over the Indianapolis Colts, but I got the Bills winning and covering. How about the Washington Commanders? They are they are two and a half point road favorites against the New York Football Giants, and and of course, and I mean the the Giants' offensive line problems are 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 continuing here, and. And and so I I really don't don't know where to go with this game, but I think if you if you take out the uh, take out the end of the first half sequence by Tyrod Taylor and, and and the Giants, I thought the Giants outplayed the Bills for sixty minutes. So so I so I think uh, and I think uh, you look at uh, about the incredible play of the linebackers. You look at the you look at that. Of, of how the uh, on a day where the defensive line was not at its best, which which is crazy enough, but I I feel like the I I feel I like Sam Howell, but I think the problem with with this is uh, the the Giants have had Washington's number for so many years, and and I and I think the Giants are going to find a way to win this one. I think they have the coaching advantage in this one. I think Wink's going to have are going to have a, a field day against Sam Howell. Uh, who, 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 mind you, I have liked uh, so uh, so far, but I don't know what the, uh, what um, he's going to do against against different exotic blitzes that Wink Martindale is going to uh, to provide in this one. So, I in an upset, I'll take the Giants to win this one by a score of twenty three to twenty one over the Washington Commanders. How about the Atlanta, the Tampa Buccaneers, and the Atlanta Falcons? I the tam- the Bucks are favored by. Two and a half points. Now, uh, this game, I'm going to pick the Falcons to win this game outright. I think the Falcons are are, are the better team. I think uh, I think despite uh, Desmond Ritter's poor performance against against Washington last week, I think he's going to bounce back. And I and and, and remember, th- this this was the same matchup last year where the first of, of many of many pointless roughing the passer calls were called uh, against teams. I mean, you had Grady Jarrett who. Clearly, uh, clearly should not have been called for pass interference, and that was the difference between the Falcons winning and losing that game, and really the difference between division and no division from a Falcons perspective. So I, I'm going to take the uh, I'm going to take the Falcons to win. I think they're the they're the better team. I I don't I didn't buy in not taking the cheese on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after their three and one start. 
I think they're going to go back to 500 here. I'll take the Falcons to win the game 17-13 over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I thought this game, all things being considered, was the single toughest game of the week to pick. The LA Rams, they're at home by th favored by three against the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team coming off their bye week. Now, the, 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 it's, it's, it's a give or take for this game because I because I think that you started to see uh, the stocks of Matthew Stafford rising in the in this uh with with the return of Cooper Cup and and, and Stafford playing at a high level and Stafford is show, showing what why he's why he is legit NFL quarterback so yeah, so so this game really comes to me about 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 my feelings with the Steelers now. I got hosed in, in the in the straight up department two weeks ago about this whether whether to trust uh, whether this is a Mike Tomlin game or whether this is a Matt Canada type of game. So I, I think it helps Pittsburgh that Deontay Johnson is likely to return after 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 suffering an injury in Week One. So I think this is a game though where I think Sean McVay is, is going to find a way to win this game, and I and I feel like the the Rams have generated some confidence over the last three weeks. So I think I think the Rams are a more confident team this one. So I don't feel great about the matchup between the between uh, T J Watt against that offensive line, but. I feel like the Rams are, are the better team, and, and their guard play has has been quietly under the radar. Good here, I'll take the Rams to win this game, 24-17 over the Pittsburgh Steelers. How about the Seattle Seahawks? They're favored by seven and a half points, taking on the Arizona Cardinals here. And I think the good vibes that we saw the first three or four weeks of the season with the Arizona Cardinals are, are gone here. I think that they, they've fallen back down to earth a little bit with the when when they see. Uh, real competition with the with the with the Bengals now the Rams. I think it's going to continue against the pissed off Seahawks team. Cut that they play well in a loss. I I think the Seahawks are going to win this game 31 20. Now and I have and and I have the Seahawks uh, cover covering the uh, covering the spread here uh, with 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 um. And so with 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 all with all that here, so let, let let's go to the 4:25 uh, Eastern Eastern games. We got the Green Bay Packers coming off their bye week. They're favored by one and a half, taking on the Denver Broncos. Now I'm gonna take the Packers to win. I don't feel great about it, but I I think that, uh, but we we've seen Jordan Love's performances against terrible defenses, and we saw it with this with with the Bears. And, and we 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 and and we really saw it the first three weeks against a a Falcons team that that didn't that didn't play well defensively here. So I I feel like Jordan Love is going is going to uh, going going to be all over this the, this Broncos defense here, which which is crazy. But I think uh, the, I I trust the Packers when it comes to their offensive line. I think. I, I think Christian Watson. Uh, I think Christian Watson is going to make some, uh, some plays. I think uh, I think the defense is going to register a couple of sacks on Russell Wilson late in the game. I feel like the Packers are the better roster, one through fifty-three here. So I'm going to take the Packers to win and cover. They win twenty-eight twenty-four over the. Denver Broncos, the LA Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs meet up. It's the, the, the Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Tracy Wolfson special on CBS. The, the Chiefs are five and a half point favorites over the Chargers. Now, five and a half, it, I think, is a lot for this game when you look at the talent levels. But I, I think this boils down to this: 
in the late game situations, and, and, and there have been a lot of late game situations between these two teams, it's always been Reed and Mahomes outfoxing Staley and Herbert. And I think that's really uh, what, what it boils down to. And why I spent so much time talking about the Chargers on Tuesday's program uh, following the loss to Dallas. Because that, that, that was a game the Chargers uh, could have should have had and they needed to have. Uh, be, knowing that, that their schedule was going to turn for the worse here when, it, when, when we look at this matchup against Kansas City. I think, it's, I, I think Justin Herbert is, is going is to find some, uh, find some running room here. I think... I, I think it's going to be a, a good game from Eckler, but I think this is a game where Chiefs, uh, where Mahomes and Kelsey are going to deliver in, in, in crunch time. I'm, I'm going to take the Chiefs to win, but I'm going to grab the points here with the LA Chargers. The Philadelphia Eagles at 5-1 and one are favored by 2 against the 5-1 and one Miami Dolphins here. And look, I feel better about the Dolphins than I do about Philadelphia. I I think that that's where where I'm I stand at this point. I I think uh, it's going to be a, a fun game. I think it's going to be uh going to be an entertaining game. But I I feel like the Dolphins are going to have it going on. I think that the I I'm going to take the team with the better coach and and really I I I and as much as I I like Philadelphia's defense, Miami's has been a smidge better than than Philadelphia here, so I it's going to be a fun game. I think the Dolphins get that win against a, a quality opponent that they've needed, uh, which is following the Week Four loss to Buffalo. I'll take the I'll take the Dolphins to win this game, 33 to 27 in an instant classic. And finally, Monday Night Football, the San Francisco 49ers. They are six and a half point road favorites against the Minnesota Vikings. Now the 49ers are the one five and one team we did not discuss in the monologue, but I think it's worth noting that that Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and Trent Williams, and I think it's worth noting here that Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and, and Trent Williams will not practice today, but it's the first day of the practice week because the 49ers play on Monday, but... I, I think it's a, and and D Greenlaw's also uh, didn't practice today because of a hamstring issue, but it, it very much feels like uh, that the three of them are are, are, are might might play on um, on Monday night. Uh, so I think with that in mind, I think the 49ers are going to get back to uh, back to back to their roots and get and get back to playing some some nice complimentary football here. So I, I'm gonna pick the uh, the 49ers. I and also it's Kirk Cousins in prime time, and Kirk Cousins going up against that defense. I think I, I feel like San Francisco is gonna have an edge here, and also Kyle Shanahan, uh, uh in in prime time, and also coming off a loss. I think this uh, this this game screams 20 to 12 written all over. I think it's gonna be an ugly game, but I think the San Francisco 49ers will will take the ugly. And they'll take the win and take the cover. That's going to do it for this edition of Hooked on Sports here on on uh, on this Thursday of Football Thursday here. And I'll be back here on the podcast to discuss the 2023-2024 NBA season. The uh, f- first games are, 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 are tip-offs are on Tuesday night. So I'm going to lock in my predictions for the 2023-2024 NBA campaign on Tuesday, and I'll get into everything from Week 7. I'll get into everything about the postseason, and uh, and and, and it's pr- probable that the World Series uh, teams are going to be de- decided by then, so of course I'll 
give you my official picks for the World Series, and 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 of course everything else involved in the world of sports. This is John Flynn saying so long. I'll be back here next week. So long, everybody, and happy listening.